welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And sorry for the hiatus last week. Um, I was away doing a funeral, and uh, summer is going to be a little herky-jerky around here, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next week, I'm off at a family reunion. Um, So don't expect us next week if you're a religious listener. A religious listener. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we will get this one posted as well as um, a couple sermons as well and try to Try to get those rhythms back. Um, but one yeah. day we'll have a rhythm. Someday. <laughs> someday. Then yeah. again, you know, we're white Protestants. So will we ever really have rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> on fire today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, we're, we're still in Luke for texts mm-hmm. today. We're in the gospel. It. I guess I should pause. Weather report. Sunny, 60s. Nice. Warmer. Summertime ish, yeah. you know, yeah. as summertimey as it gets. I think somebody said next week is going to be hot. So, whoa. All yeah. right. Get ready. Bring it on. You won't be here, but I'll no, be here. I'll be downstate where it'll be even hotter, probably. There you go. So, hope there's air conditioning where you're going. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yes, it's uh, a beautiful day. It is. It is. It's a glorious day. Beautiful it's a good, it's day a good in day. The day neighborhood. To, yeah. It's a good day to talk about people getting together and the story of Mary and Martha. <laughs> Yeah, and hospitality and, you know, taking a break. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and figuring out what priorities are and how we navigate that in ministry and otherwise, right? Spoiler. Spoiler alert, yeah. Yeah. So so this is a fairly short passage. It's a story you're probably familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, We get it fairly frequently in our... In our cycle of scripture. You might um, ask, am I a Mary or am I a Martha? You might. Um, Which don't. Don't, yeah. <laughs> um, caveat, this is this text has historically been abused to pit women against each other. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. With Mary against Martha, Martha against Mary, one better than the other. Mm-hmm. That is not what this story is about. Part of that is also... It's not to typecast women. It's not, and it's not about um, one or the other. Or one more thing being valuable than the right. other. Right. Now, that's also, it's also important to say this, this text is not totally Jesus being egalitarian either. Um, there are some egalitarian inklings here mm-hmm. and leanings, mm-hmm. but this is not a, per se a feminist passage. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it lifts up women yeah. clearly, but it's not, Jesus is not um, taking the next step. It's more yeah. descriptive of what they're doing. Yes. Um, it's so, not Jesus professing. Things. Yeah. So, so let's jump into yeah. the text. Yeah, so this is the very brief story of Mary and Martha. Um, it's chapter 10 in Luke, um, verses 38 through 42. So, now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You're worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The end. The end. Mm -hmm. All right. So first thing I think is really important is that this comes right on the heels of the Good Samaritan story. Yes. Like right after it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So things to think about is that the Good Samaritan story is about how we, as Pastor Molly shared last weekend, love neighbors, right? Like what does that actually look like? Jesus is coming at you with, the greatest commandment. He is. Mm-hmm. Jesus is coming after you about doing something. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And how to do it. And how to do it. And, and now, who to do it to. Right. Mm-hmm. And now this passage kind of 
flips that and says, is it always just about doing Mm -hmm. or are there times where listening and being present to the word Mm -hmm. is more important or as as important that they cannot be. It can't just be one or the other that we need both. Yes, because the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. So we got the love your neighbor as yourself kind of message, and now we're getting the love the Lord your God with all your heart. Yeah. So we're getting kind yeah. of the fullness of the message. We really are. And when they're taken together. Yeah. And in some ways it's kind of it's kind of cool. This actually fits with I was reading a commentary that looked at at this fitting with like uh how we understand deacons mm-hmm. and service. Mm-hmm. And that a deacon is technically a minister of word and service. Mm-hmm. And that Mary and Martha is a story that illustrates that word has to come before service Mm. or that they have to work together, that they cannot be independent of each other, Mm. that they need each other. Yeah. Um, It's this notion of a balance. Yeah. Kind of. But I like that idea of, of naming the fact. And in some ways it's, it's the reality of why we also come to worship on Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Is we need that word. Mm -hmm. Even if what we do throughout the week is part of our ministry and part of our faith life. Mm -hmm. Right. But we we need, need, to be fed. Yeah, we need something that is underpinning it. And, you know, I really, I like this passage because it, it makes me think back. And I was just talking to somebody about this this week about when I did a year of volunteer service in a food yeah. pantry, Um, like the service work was great, but it was like I was getting burnt out. And I yeah. realized it was very hard to like talk to people and to be there for them without having, being able to talk about God and Jesus and how God is there and sustaining us through it all because it was you know and I couldn't do that because it was a just a food pantry you know you were yeah, I wasn't trying one, yeah. I wasn't trying to evangelize anybody um but I needed that other part of it and that's how I knew that I needed to go to seminary because I knew that I needed that other part I couldn't yeah. just do it based upon the service which is a really interesting I mean that's a powerful thing to think about <clears throat> and it's powerful to think about in this passage what does hospitality look like for our soul? Mm-hmm. Right? Like that it's not just, hospitality is not just about food, safety, shelter. Although in ancient Palestine, doing there was the a lot of that, right? Doing the work. Yeah. It's also about how we care for and are attentive to who the person is mm-hmm. and the meanings in our lives. And that that was a piece that was missing for you, mm-hmm. for yourself, but also mm-hmm. for that community. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's powerful to think about that. Yeah. What is Jesus doing? He's saying you can't just do the work. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're going to exhaust yourself. Yeah. And which Martha is exhausted. Like, I think that's right. one thing to name, too, yeah. when you're thinking, how do you fit in with this? Right. Yeah. She's she's annoyed with her sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> she is, And she tries to triangulate her with Jesus. Yeah. She's like, Jesus, talk to her, would you yeah. please? And Jesus is like, no. And no. it's understandable that she is, though. So yeah. because Mary isn't helping her. Right. Um, But. It's not the point is not of the message is not about blaming anybody. No, it is about that. You know, Martha does have something to learn here. And if she is feeling burnt out or and if you are feeling burnt out and like you're working too hard, you know, you might need to ask, well, what's missing? What's the missing piece? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really important question to mm-hmm. ask. And I think that in this passage, too, that we have. We have. Martha, who is this empower? I mean, we hear Mary and Martha's brother Lazarus is the one that gets resurrected, but mm-hmm. like clearly, Martha is the is the owner, 
like the proprietor of the house, like it's mm-hmm. her house, according to this text, which is crazy and powerful. Mm-hmm. And so we would expect her to do everything or make sure that everything is okay for hospitality, just culturally, like mm-hmm. that would be the norm. Um, and I think about that, like how often we as people of faith, but I would say even just as a society, dive into that notion of hospitality or that notion of doing mm-hmm. without ever pausing to say, wait a second, can I keep this up? Mm-hmm. Is or this why really, am I doing why this? Why am I doing this? Is yeah. it is, is this really the right choice right now? Mm-hmm. Because in some ways what Jesus is saying is, is that hospitality matters, but there is something more important than hospitality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always like to read, I know it sounds kind of like Jesus is scolding Martha. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Uh, but I always like to read it as kind of like an invitation. Like, Martha, like... Martha, come on. Martha, Join like, me. you don't have to do all that. Like, you can just come and be, you know? Yeah. And in that essence, it is it is kind of a, yeah, like, um, egalitarian thing because it is inviting Martha to come and be a disciple. Who Mary has already first. taken that role mm-hmm. too, right? Like, and so there's two of them yes. invited into that. It's saying that you following me and you loving the Lord your God comes first. And you are allowed to let that come first. And this is interesting because hospitality is also, in some ways, it is a command, mm-hmm. right? In um, in the Pentateuch, in early, like... Mm-hmm. The, when and what Hebrew yes. says about it, you know, yeah. you were in you the must, custody of angels. Yeah, but you must welcome when you welcome you must me. welcome the stranger and mm-hmm. the alien, um, and protect them and care for them. Mm-hmm. And so, it's written in that way. And in some ways, this is Jesus's reframing yet again of a societal norm and mm-hmm. saying, "No, I'm inviting you into something more mm-hmm. than than this." Yes, that's important, but there's something more. Yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's yeah it's and we don't want to make this dichotomy between it's one thing or the other right, right. because the commandment is the full commandment right. it's, it's not part it of the commandment yeah love the lord your god with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself and you know when when the lawyer from last week is asking jesus what he needs to do jesus is like well the part you're missing is this part so I'm going to help you learn how to get that part. And the part that Martha is missing is this part right now. So I'm going to learn, help you learn how to get that part. Yeah, this is not, I mean, if we break these stories apart, like it's pretty easy to try to view them as individually meaningful or pushing away other behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Or action. Whereas if we actually take it all together, we realize, no, Jesus is working within a community that Mm -hmm. needs to understand what it means to do. And to be a neighbor, but also what it means to actually love God. Yeah. Which, by the way, the, it's a really interesting pairing with the Colossians text this Sunday because the Colossians text really is about who God is mm-hmm. um, in Christ. And so, in oh. some ways, mm-hmm. that's what's going on here. Okay. I mean, you could draw that parallel with mm-hmm. Mary and Martha s- sitting there. You could. You I, could I might. Draw I don't that know. Parallel. We will see what I we'll see what I do. <laughs> but like, it's it's an interesting reminder that that Jesus is i mean in in our faith tradition Jesus is god mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so so this reflects th- that Mary and Martha are sitting at the feet of god mm-hmm. this is a reminder that hospitality is for god but also that god is pre- god asks hospitality of us mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But God is also the one who provides for us. Yeah. And in some ways, that's part of the reminder that Jesus is saying is that, like, mm-hmm. I also am providing for you. Yeah. It's okay I'm not your to neighbor. be provided for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus isn't your neighbor. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, right. <laughs> he is in the sense that, like, he's the stranger mm-hmm. um, who we don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's also not because Jesus is God. Yeah. And it's, so. it's that priority too. It's help. Let me help you rest so that you can go out and do for others. Right. Mm-hmm. What is Je- I mean, thinking about it from this lens, having just told the Good Samaritan story, what is Jesus actually telling all his disciples and anybody who hears this story mm-hmm. by how he speaks of Mary and Martha? Mm-hmm. And how is Luke using this story too, right? That it's, it's essentially saying, look, in order to do all this work, mm-hmm. you got to sit at the feet. Yeah, you have to sit at the feet and, you know, which is hard, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not, some rest. of us don't want to do that. Some of us would, I mean, I am mm-hmm. totally guilty of being the host who is madly working in the kitchen, mm-hmm. bringing things out, making sure everybody is happy Yeah. rather than just being present. I know. Right? And it's an act of humility too, sitting at someone's feet. Oh, totally. Right. Um, you know, I think about James and John and all the trouble that they've been making lately. <laughs> and um, fire. Yeah, fireballs <laughs> from heaven. And two from from last week, um, the lawyer. Like the lawyer thinks he knows everything. Right. right? Yep. He's think he's he thinks he's got to figure so it out. So it's like if you if you think you've got it all figured out, come and sit. Sit at my feet and listen. Which is also a really powerful thing because in some ways this is another mo- movement that it can be interpreted as egalitarian, right? Mm-hmm. Because who is who are the people who actually do do that? Mm-hmm. It's not James and John. It's not the lawyer. It's yeah, it's the women. It's the, the least women. expected, right? Yeah, it's and the ones that also least expected. Both that they're doing it, but also society that would have not been the norm. Yes, like, they wouldn't have been invited to even sit at the mm-hmm. teacher's feet. So there's really so. this other kind of layer beneath it with both the Samaritan story and the Mary and Martha. That it's you know the Samaritans, the people who everyone thinks is no good, very bad people. Right. And also women who nobody cares about. Um, yeah. The Samaritans that, are the sellouts. That's kind of how I've been thinking about it. Yeah, that's a they, good they way. They stuck around and they sold out. Yeah, they sold the out. The rest of the, the Israelites are just mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> Do it the right way. Do it yeah. the right way. Go be yeah. exiled with us. Yeah. <laughs> so. You haven't suffered like we have suffered, my people. Oh, it is such an interesting con- convert- conversation about <laughs> immigrants yeah. and immigrant identity there. Yeah. That's all for another day. For but another like, day. But that's a really um, interesting commentary. But... Yeah. And so there's this other layer of these folks, if you're listening disciples, you who think you know everything and have it all figured out, right? Yeah. Let me show you how these folks are the ones who are really going to have it figured out. Yeah. Right? Mary, the Good Samaritan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people Eventually do, Martha the when peop- she comes and relaxes. Right. The people that you do not expect mm-hmm. to have it figured out are yeah. the ones that actually are doing the right thing and doing isn't necessarily active in the sense of sure. the care. It might also They're just exemplar. be listening, mm-hmm. right? They're the it's examples both. of people that I'm going to show to you to really yeah. upturn, you know, upend what you think. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is like, so it's just that other layer. It's like a little onion. You just keep getting peeled back. Like an ogre according to Shrek. <laughs> like an ogre. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I got layers. I got layers. So does Jesus. <laughs> so does Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, the layers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
the other thing like that is really interesting, I mean, and I, I, I don't know, I think we probably get it next week. The Lord's Prayer is the passage right after this. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting how these three th- stories work together in some ways, that it's it's what are we supposed to do? Like, who's my neighbor? Mm-hmm. What's the, I mean, what, what am I, what am I commanded to do? And then who's my neighbor? Mm-hmm. And then listening and sitting at the feet of Jesus. And then how do I pray? Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, here's how you do it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, in some ways, these three little vignettes are an instruction manual. Yeah. When I think about it, kind of, kind of like you're saying, um, so what's the commandment? What should I do? Yeah. And why should I do it? Yeah. Right. The yeah. Lord, the prayer is the why, right? Yeah. The prayer is the why, but the prayer is also the reminder of the connection to the seating at the feet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That, that the only way that I can do the neighborly thing yeah. is because I can enter into that space. I'm going to sit at your feet and remember who God is. Right. Mm-hmm. And also remember that, I need to forgive mm-hmm. and be forgiven. Yep. Centered and grounded and, in those things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And trust God to provide. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Right? Like, yes. That's part mm-hmm. of it with Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. So that's and, a powerful, it's a powerful trio here of yeah, passage. And the one other layer of it too is with that invitation to Martha to come and sit at Jesus's feet and to listen and to pray. There is that element of self-care that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, And so it is the love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Yep. And so there's a sense of loving yourself, right? Feeling yeah. that you are worthy enough to come and sit at Jesus's feet. Yeah. And this is also an important, I mean, uh, a reminder that, that we have these two iterations mm-hmm. of this commandment, right? Love your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. and love as I have first loved you. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. That it's a both and yeah, but think the that, one so we're getting here in Luke is, is the, the love your neighbor as gr- yourself. Yeah, the yeah. greatest commandment, yeah. not the new. The new commandment not is the in new John, John mm-hmm. right? But I'm just saying that they are both. Mm-hmm. That we need both of those. Yes, we, we do. We cannot love. Yeah. Except through God, but at the same time, um, what does self love look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks like sitting at Jesus' feet and sometimes taking that time to pray. Right. Sometimes it takes like leaving the kitchen as a host and just being like, all right, it's beer and takeout pizza tonight so that Mm -hmm. we can actually just talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like rather than a crazy meal. Mm -hmm. Or the good Samaritan saying here is two denarii. I I can't stay, but I can't do this, but I'm going to care for you somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to do what I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that's that's an important realization for us with self-care is doing what we can is also good enough Mm -hmm. that yes, we are always called to do as much as we can. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, Jesus isn't asking us to do crazy heroics. He's not asking you to be Jesus. Jesus. He's asking you to be in the image like Jesus, like Jesus, like, you know, and also to set aside, to set aside the things that would distract you and pull you from doing those things. Mm hmm. But Jesus also, I think it's even in the in how he taught. I mean, you know, your quest, you're adding the question marks to Martha, Martha, mm-hmm. like that invitation is yeah. that Jesus also knows that that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus knows his disciples are bumbling fools. Like it's <laughs> it's a hot mess. But Mary and Martha are never bumbling fools. 
No, but you know? they're still struggling, <laughs> but they're still not necessarily fully getting it. Yeah. Right. The they're, Martha human. Is still, they're human. They're human. Mm-hmm. And and so from that perspective, Jesus is still there is space for our humanness mm-hmm. as we also strive to love our neighbor mm-hmm. and to be attentive to the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the reminder to coming back to what we started out with is that, you know, looking back to the Good Samaritan, sometimes you will be the Good Samaritan. Sometimes you'll be the lawyer. Sometimes you'll be Mary. Sometimes you'll be Martha. You're not a Mary and you're not a Martha. You are never one thing. You're all those things. And the point is not to have this personality test or no, litmus test yes, within it. This is no Myers-Briggs. No, this is not, no. not the purpose and of these passages. Even these those stories. personality tests are taught are teaching us how to be in relationship with one another. Right. right. And they, this is teaching they guide us how us to about ourselves yeah, in relationship. This is teaching us how to be in relationship with God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, and so I guess, you know, for me, as I think about preaching this Sunday, but also just as I think about these texts, I think it asks me the question of when I think about loving the neighbor, who do I need to show love to? Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like your sermon last, last week, like, mm-hmm. where is that difficult for me? Mm-hmm. How, where do I need to lean in? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, where have I paused to listen? Mm-hmm. Right. Where have I made space to be fed and nurtured? Mm -hmm. Where have I received hospitality from God Mm -hmm. so that I might then have the energy to do Mm -hmm. the other pieces too? Yeah, and I think also having that self-awareness, right, that Martha's realizing she's angry. Right. Yeah. And needs needs the needs the nudge. And the lawyer realizes the lawyer probably knows that he's saying, who is my neighbor, Jesus, right? Yeah, the lawyer's probably doing it with a little snark and <laughs> yeah, smirk. Yeah, you know, yeah. and kind of help having that self-awareness to recognize those moments right. and realizing that Jesus has a little answer for us. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, so taking that for each and each of us in our own lives is mm-hmm. the question of where, where do we intersect with these stories? Mm-hmm. And recognizing that the next step is listening. The first step is listening. Well, when we recognize when we're kind of on the verge. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, what I was going to say, what mm-hmm. I mean by that, though, is is that we're not necessarily going to know where we are in a neighbor's story unless we also listen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean necessarily listening, you know, in, in a meditative pose of prayer, mm-hmm. but it might mean listening to our neighbors, mm-hmm. right? That there's, yeah, there's that, that relational aspect of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's both. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so we'll see where where yeah. I go on Sunday, but um this is I I I love this passage. Somebody said the other day that they're like, oh, "I hate this one." I was like, "I love this one." I think it's great. I think it's mm-hmm. a really nice reminder that there is no one way of being. Mhm. Um mm-hmm. and in some ways this fits back into the whole Trinity Sunday conversation about God and identity and mm-hmm fluidity because there is no fixed way. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is in some ways a reminder that as humans, we need to remember that we reflect that, Mm -hmm. which means that we're not a Mary or a Martha. We're both. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not. 
it's just one of the characters in the Good Samaritan. We're all of them. Yeah. It just depends when. Yeah, it's like the so. the good soil too, and the throwing yeah. of the mustard seed. Yeah. Right, where is it gonna grow? Where is it not gonna grow? It's not like you're a not grow or a yes grow. It's like we all have those little parts of ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it's often bigger interpret and more holistic. Yes. Yeah. Oftentimes we we hear it through a lens of it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's binary. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it's not how this world is. No, and no, it's, no, and no. it's not how God's world is. Yeah. Um, and it's not how Jesus is understanding, at least in my understanding of Jesus, how Jesus sees the world either. No. Which is part of what gets him in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Which is why people don't like him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. But I, I hope that um, for those of you that have listened this week, that you are able to make space to ask those interesting questions, mm-hmm. um, but also that you are able to make space to to find ways to sit at the feet and to listen and yeah. to um, to be present to God in a way that um, you can receive hospitality mm-hmm. um, and also that you continue to find ways to serve um, and to love your neighbor. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So thanks for listening today, friends. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. You've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. Be well, friends.